Hello, Roy here. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to The Roy Green Show ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. So the one question was, why haven't we seen big Russian cyber attacks yet? And that's uh, covered in an article in the Washington Post, 11 reasons. We haven't seen big Russian cyber attacks yet. Joseph Marks writes the Cybersecurity 202 newsletter for the Washington Post. He joins us. Mr. Marks, thank you very much for the time. Are, are you surprised that there's been no visible state hacking from Russia? Um, hi, thanks so much for having me. Uh, I am surprised. You know, the, the experts are kind of split on this. A lot of people expected beforehand that, you know, of course, when you have a nation as cyber capable as Russia, which has been demonstrating all these incredible cyber capabilities for the last decade or more, you know, once they're involved in a you know serious invasion of a sovereign nation, of course, there will be a big cyber component to it. Um, others said, you know, there's some reasons why cyber is sort of better in peacetime than it is in wartime, because a lot of the things that cyber does best you know, if you're already invading, you can do that even better with conventional weapons. Right. So, so, but you've done some investigating here, and you've you've come up with some interesting positions, and uh, and and chased them down. One of the theories is they're they're waiting, they're keeping the good stuff in in reserve because timing is important. How credible do you think that is? I think it's a pretty decent possibility. You know, one thing Russia is known for is that. It, it takes its time, it burrows in, and it finds a position. Because, you know, you don't just start a cyber attack the day that you pull it off. These things often take weeks or months. If you look at the um, solar winds operation here in the United States, you know, that was months of burrowing in, finding the right connection, seeing what you could do in order to eventually steal reams upon reams of information from government agencies and uh, businesses. So presumably... You know, Russia's been pummeling Ukraine with various kinds of cyber attacks really since 2014 and the Crimea invasion. They probably have a pretty good position in a lot of key industries there and a lot of government sectors. They've done some things like um, what's called distributed denial of service attacks, you know, shutting off the Internet by overwhelming them with traffic for a while, you know, defacing their website, saying, hey, surrender. Um, but they probably are in position to do more serious things. And, and that could happen at some point, right? You know, it seems as if they're somewhat bogged down right now. The invasion isn't going as quickly as they expected. Maybe this will be something that will turn the tide at a particular moment when they really need it. Okay. One other thing that you investigated was that if they got engaged in really strong uh, hacking, that it may escalate the West's response. And as you just pointed out, they're bogged down. So maybe, I mean, a lot of maybes here, maybe they just don't, they don't want to pursue that. Yeah, that's always a concern, too. And that's one of the things you, you worry about in, in any kind of cyber attack. There was a, one of the most significant things the world's ever faced was, was the NotPetya bug, which uh, Russia in 2017 aimed at the Ukrainian energy sector, um, was relatively successful, but then it sort of replicated and got out and, you know, hit the shipping line, Maersk, hit a whole bunch of other targets, 
outside of Ukraine. If that happened today, you know, and it was causing damage in various Western nations, various NATO nations, you know, number one, that would escalate with the West, which has, you know, already imposed quite severe sanctions on Russia at this point. Uh, but if it reached the point of causing a lot of damage, there's a lot of talk these days about, well, you know, what happens when, even when Russia attacks a NATO nation, and uh, would a cyber attack, if it was significant enough, count as such an armed attack and, and, you know, invoke Article 5 and get Russia into a much more serious, perhaps, military conflict with the West? Yeah. There's, there was one thing that you investigated here that really caught my attention, because I wouldn't have thought of this. But, but, it, but it's here in your, in your piece. The Kremlin's hackers aren't in this. Can you speak to that? Well, I think what you're talking about is, is one of the, the final thought, uh, possibilities that was listed in the article. And, you know, there's, this is mostly speculation at this point, but right. there's been a lot of reporting about, you know, the, the, the soldiers inside Ukraine are often relatively demoralized. There are as large street protests inside Russia right now as we've seen in, in decades, despite, you know, the severe penalties that all these protesters are facing. This seems to not be a popular war by anyone except Vladimir Putin, you know, it's reasonable to expect that perhaps some of the, you know, really incredibly talented Kremlin hackers who've been uh, pummeling the West for years just aren't all that excited about pummeling Ukraine, where they could have relatives, friends, good relationships. Right. Yeah. And uh, we've also heard, this is interesting, that uh, you looked into this, worldwide cyber defenders may have blunted the worst Russian hacks. And a few days ago, I, I, you're more familiar with this than I am, but I would heard that the group, this loose group called Anonymous had resurfaced, and their intent was to go after Russia's cyber uh, capabilities. Yeah, I mean, there's a, two really fascinating stories. One is that, um, you know, the, the United States has a little bit of a history of U, U, U.S. Cyber Command of blunting some Russian operations. One of the most prominent examples of this is in 2018, there's uh, very good reporting that Cyber Command went in and basically stopped the Internet at the Internet Research Agency, the, the troll farm that had been spreading disinformation um, in U.S. elections. So, you know, the Cyber Command is capable of doing that sort of thing. And they certainly could have in this instance. The, the question is whether they can really do it at scale. And the, the answer is probably not because, right. you know, Good, good, good nations like the U.S. and Canada are really concerned about having uh, uh, collateral damage anytime they launch a cyber operation. It would be tough to do something that significant. This question of anonymous though. If you want to hear more, subscribe to the Roy Green Show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or wherever you find your favorites. And if you like what you hear, leave us a review and tell a friend. I'm Roy Green. Have a great weekend.